Welcome back. Uh, we're back to the mostly ghostly portion of the show. And this week, I'm really phoning it in. I'm going to uh, just be reading. <laughs> we're a phoning story. a friend. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My my friend. Actually, I could credit this to the person that wrote it and not be a dick. Perfect. Tara Tara Babcock. Uh, not that she gave me permission to read it, but <laughs> I'd like to think that saying her name somewhat makes up for legitimizes being too lazy <laughs> to come up with a story of my own this week. Um, it works. It the works. fact is, only so many traumatizing, scary things have happened to me, and I've told you about most of them. Maybe I should go see a hypnotherapist or something. Yeah, get, really judge, get, judge that shit up. up. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good idea. Yeah. Just for the sake of the podcast, what could possibly for you guys. Wrong? Yeah, well, I love the <laughs> listeners, Lindsay yeah. and Daniel. They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really great. Um, really cool people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this story is, oh, may, you know what? Maybe I won't tell the story because I feel like it might give away the, yeah, I'm just oh, going to call Oh, the title you mean? I'm going <laughs> to just tell it. Yeah. I'm going to read okay, it. Go and for it. It's going to yeah. be real boring and dry because I'm reading it as it was written. <clears throat> It'll be great. Should I do like a character for this? No. When I was 18, I lived with... <laughs> I lived with my now ex-boyfriend. Just kidding. Oh, my God. You want <laughs> should, them to I, be... <laughs> should I commit to that? You, oh, you wanted them to shut it off. Okay, yeah. well, if you want them to turn it off. Then... Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. I don't know what accent that was, but it sounded really good. <laughs> well, that's what Tara sounds like, I imagine. Oh, yeah, sure. When I was 18, I lived with my now ex-boyfriend in a basement apartment in a town in Wyoming. It was not a happy time in my life for various reasons. Boyfriend was abusive. I was pregnant with his child. Oh, boy. Damn. But it also Sorry, didn't help Tara. that the apartment was creepy as shit. Even for a basement apartment, it was unusually dark and cold all the time. As soon as we moved in, weird shit started happening. Scratching noises would seem to be coming from inside the walls. I attributed it to mice, but not a single trap that was set ever caught one. I would be, do- I would be doing dishes in the kitchen, and I would hear an enormous crash from the living room. It would sound so much like the TV had fallen over, taking my boyfriend's shelf of Star Wars memorabilia with it, Mm. that I would rush into the living room (laughs) expecting to find a complete mess, and not a thing would be out of place. Sometimes I would be coming down the dark, narrow hallway that connected the living room to the rest of the apartment, and I would swear that I heard whispering coming from the bathroom at the end of the hall. I would often wake up in the middle of night after hearing something like a camera shutter clicking right in my ear. As unsettling as these things were, they didn't really disturb or frighten me so much as annoy and puzzle me. When I started finding out the history of the apartment from the locals, and I had some context to put them in, that's when it got scary. A few months after uh, after we'd moved in, a guy from my hometown came to visit me. He was living in the same city at the time, attending the same college that my boyfriend was. He brought a friend who was a local. I greeted the two of them outside the apartment, and the friend introduced himself and said that he used to know a guy who lived in these apartments. When I invited him inside, we went down to the basement apartment, The friend got a really weird look on his face. This is the apartment that the guy I knew lived in, he said. Have you had any problems here? I asked him what he meant, and he told me that the guy he knew who had lived here had been a meth dealer and self-proclaimed Satanist who used to host Mm. weird group sex parties in the name of the Dark Lord or some shit. (laughs) In any other town, this would seem far-fetched, but this town was, is a very strange place. The friend said that the guy was now in prison for beating his girlfriend almost to death and pushing a TV over on top of her. Well, that spooked me. I told my boyfriend, who hadn't taken me seriously up to that point, and he, being a non-practicing Catholic, decided that calling a Catholic priest over to come bless the place was the best solution. I was, slash am not, religious in the slightest, but I didn't have any other better ideas, so we called the local parish and they sent an old priest over. He sprinkled some holy water around, said a few prayers in Latin, and was gone. 
Later that night, we were invited to a small gathering at one of our neighbor's apartments. He lived in the apartment directly above us, and we had told him earlier in the day about the priest coming over to bless the place because of the spooky shit that was going on. When we arrived at his apartment that evening, he asked us how it went. We shrugged and said, fine. Then why were you screaming, he asked me. Were you having devils cast out or something? My boyfriend and I exchanged puzzled looks. I told him I hadn't been screaming. Nobody had. The whole thing had been pretty uneventful. The neighbor swore up and down that he had heard a woman screaming coming from our apartment while the priest was there. He had thought it was me being exercised or something. I had hoped that that was the end of it, but it wasn't. Things actually started to get worse over the next few months. The weird noises came more frequently. The camera shutter sound woke me up every night instead of just once in a while. My boyfriend began experiencing the phenomena as well. Around this time, the fights we were having started to escalate, and my boyfriend became very violent. He had never been a nice guy exactly, but I had never thought he would actually hit me with closed fists, but he did, and quite often. It was a very bad time. Earlier one morning, I woke up suddenly and saw that my boyfriend was still asleep in the bed next to me. I looked away to check the clock, and when I looked back, he was staring at the ceiling with his eyes wide open. It startled me because I had never seen him wake up so suddenly. I said good morning and asked if he was okay. I spoke to it, he said. That thing that lives here. It told me I can't leave. It said it owns me now. I started to ask him what the hell he was talking about, but he immediately closed his eyes and went back to sleep. Somewhere deep down, I thought I knew what he was talking about, and that freaked me out even more. One night a few weeks later, I was home alone in the apartment. Boyfriend was out drinking with friends. I was watching Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, on TV in the living room. (laughs) I decided to go to the kitchen and get a drink. As I was walking down the long, dark hallway to the kitchen, I stopped dead in my tracks. I heard something growl. At first, I thought it must be the TV, but as I strained to hear the noise coming from the TV in the living room was Jim Carrey doing one of his voices. The growl came again, and it was something coming, it was coming from somewhere much closer, and off to my right. I turned and saw a dark shape crouching in the hallway. I had just enough time to wonder if a stray dog had somehow gotten in when the thing stood up and rushed at me, snarling. I fucking freaked, bolted down the hallway, up the stairs, and out the front door. The neighbor who lived above us wasn't at home, so I went up another flight of stairs and knocked on a different neighbor's door. The lady named Dawn, who lived in the apartment on the top floor, came to the door. I had not met her before this, but I immediately started babbling about the shadow thing in my apartment and begged her to come take a look. So she and her significant other, who lived there with her, accompanied me downstairs. There was nothing to see and nothing out of place, but the hallway was ice cold. I felt stupid and crazy and embarrassed, but Dawn told me she believed me. You know, this apartment's messed up, she said. Lots of crazy shit has gone on down here. I told her I'd already heard about the Satanist dude who tried to murder his girlfriend. She laughed and said that was only one of the people who'd lived there. Before that guy, a Mexican lady had lived there. She was a devout Catholic who did not speak a lot of English and had a life-size crucifix on the wall. Dawn had never seen anything like it outside of a church, and when she asked about it, the Mexican lady crossed herself and said it was there to keep the evil at the apartment at bay. Before that lady, the apartment had been rented by a photographer who had used it as a darkroom. He was busted for kitty porn. My blood froze as I remembered the weird camera shutter noises that would wake me up. Don told me before about the hist- or Don told me about more about the history of the apartment and the people who had lived there, but I can't recall any of the other details. Just that each person had either been terrified of the place, been a terrible person, or met a terrible end. I moved out of the apartment and back in with my parents a few weeks later. I might have stayed longer if not for the fact that my boyfriend had become so violent. Whether it was him finally showing his true colors or the evil in the apartment working on him, I'll probably never know. But I knew that my life and the life of my unborn child was in danger, so I got the fuck out of there and out of that relationship. 
The unborn child is 12 now. The abusive boyfriend is out of the picture and has been for over a decade. I'm still really good friends with Dawn. Sometimes I still have dreams about that place, though, and the dreams are always terrifying. Sometimes I wake up in the dark, totally convinced for a few minutes that I'm back in the apartment. The end. Oh. Pretty good stuff. Pretty yeah. good stuff. She's a good storyteller. She is. That Tara Babcock. Yeah. yeah. A plus. Yeah. I mean, if I, and I am not judging her at all, but the part where she talks about the boyfriend's eyes opening up in the middle of oh, the night, yeah. I would have been like, I'm moving out right now. I'm going to a hotel. Smell you later, dude. Oof. I mean, I guess when he started hitting you, but that's hard to, very hard to get away from, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just glad I never had to deal with that. But oof, yikes. Yeah. Terrifying. <sighs> um, Better than any of mine, so I'm glad I stole a story yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, me too. Really glad you did. <laughs> um, well, I have one. It's also not mine, but it's uh, a, a friend of mine. So it's not, you know, not from the internet like some people. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> I am going on a trip this summer to South Dakota. Ugh, and sorry. Yeah, it's going to be fucking sweet. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to at least two national parks, maybe oh, more. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. So, whatever, dude. But anyway, you have to go to Rapid City because, like, all these places are right around Rapid City, which is super cool. Didn't know that. Anyway, um, so I was talking to my coworker the other day about it that I'm flying into Rapid City and mm-hmm. she has been to Rapid City and really likes it. She's like really into it, thinks it's really cool. I'm like, cool, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, she said there's a, a, a like a historic hotel there that's haunted, but only yeah. on the eighth floor. And so she's she's like, I've stayed there multiple times. You should definitely go stay there. It's really awesome. It's really cool. I actually stayed on the eighth floor one time. Oh, okay, really. Nice. She said that there are I mean, as an aside, this is the Alex Johnson Hotel. If you look on their website, you can get the haunted, the haunted package. Nice. They have they pay someone to put a sheet over their head and run in in the night and scare you. It's like they float outside your window somehow. Yeah, um, yeah you can do that. I'm That's not going awesome. to do that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do fuck it. Fuck no. It. If it costs more, you can dream on. Wow. You know? uh, what if I pay um, the difference and you leave your iPhone recording audio all night? Oh god. Oh, and we god. get some EVPs. No. Okay. Sure. Lindsay, yeah. If you have that, I that, want your skin. Um, <laughs> I know it didn't sound like anything to me. I really love your podcast. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me get to it, okay? So, sorry. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. There on that floor, there are two rooms that are supposedly haunted. One of them is uh, inhabited by a mm, young word. woman who killed herself the night before her wedding. I mean, mm. you know, classic ghost, right? Yeah, sure. And then the other one is a small child who, like, she doesn't stay in the room, I guess. She, like, runs around in the halls and oh, will kind of creep up, creep up behind people and, like, say hello and then run away kind Ooh. of thing. Yeah. So my coworker <laughs> was there on business <laughs> and she was leaving – she didn't stay in one of those rooms. She just stayed on the eighth floor. So she was like coming out of her room and like, you know, when you're leaving hotel room, how like the door will close automatically behind you. So you have like your bags and your rolly bag and all this shit (laughs) and like her garment bag. So she's like leaving the room and she's backing out of it. And she hears this. Hello. Hello. 
like mm-hmm. a little a little kid's voice and mm-hmm. she's like freaked out and she because she doesn't really buy into that stuff but she thought it'd be fun to stay on the eighth floor she hadn't experienced anything hello hello sure. and she looks over her shoulder and there's this little girl behind her right so she starts like scrambling to get back into her room she's like terrified trying to get back in there and then the little girl's dad comes into the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on, honey, we gotta go. <laughs> All right. Gotta be late for school. Awesome. I mean... <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, maybe it's just it a kid. But that's <laughs> it's just an actual human child. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, the funniest their website part, right like, now. Pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, look at their website. It's awesome. Um, and it's funny, too, because this coworker is, like, kind of a no-nonsense... Um, She's a baller, just like straight up, no nonsense, older. She's not that much older, but like maybe 50, um, mm-hmm. just pretty sweet. So it was funny to me that she would be scared at all of, of anything, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like terrified and it wasn't a ghost. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, and make sure while you're there to check out the chubby chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Hand dip chocolates. It's in the hotel. It's in the lobby. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, we are going to go to Deadwood. We are going to go to Deadwood, and I am definitely going to try to go on a haunted tour of Deadwood. They have uh, (laughs) they have shootout. Oh boy. (laughs) Shootout reenactment. Yeah. (sighs) Ooh, maybe I should go on a haunted tour of the Bladensburg dueling grounds by myself and try to capture the ghost of Stephen Decatur. Ooh. And then I can get him in like a (laughs) trap and take him back to Decatur House. Yeah. Just make sure you take all your Ghostbusters gear. You put Mm -hmm. that together by now, right? Yeah. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you ever come here, or if I ever go there, we should definitely mm-hmm. try to squeeze in a ghost tour, and Duh. like record audio mm-hmm. on it. We should go try to st- the stay the night at the Bostock house. Fuck that. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually trying to plan get another party planned for there. Like one of mm-hmm. the um, only other faculty members is like leaving uh, in the fall. So I'm like, oh, we should have a big rager at Bostwick so that I can mm-hmm. go inside and record spooky, creaky doors and stuff. Yeah, you'd be like, get, I have to get in early. Get, record up. some sound effects <laughs> for the podcast. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, that would be funny. I'll try to convince the person I'm going with to stay in the haunted rooms and see. See if they'll do it? Yeah. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, we'll stay in the same room. But, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've stayed in a haunted bed and breakfast before. Huh. And I don't know. I think I did tell that story. I probably have too, but they didn't advertise mm-hmm. it as such. No, I mean the thing is, when they don't advertise it, I think it's more legit. Yeah. Know? No, this was at Gettysburg. It's actually a oh, really cool shit. building. Yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot, a lot of shit about Gettysburg. A lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of the name of that show. There's a really good, um, well, good, but <laughs> there's like a ghost show. <laughs> yeah. That I had seen. I, I remember finding out about it because after I read Devil in the White City, they had done an episode about. Like the Mert, you know, the H. H. Holmes murder house and mm-hmm. the buildings that are there now and how they're all haunted. And um, they then when I looked up the show, there was another episode that was about Gettysburg, and that episode mm-hmm. was cool. I should uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but if I think of, think of it, I will show you that show sometime. Yeah, Great. yeah. They, I've been so. I mean, I've told you I've been to Gettysburg like. More times than I want to tell right now, <laughs> but <laughs> it was all family vacations and stuff. But right, right, it's fun. I mean, it's a it's a really cool place anyway. But I've been on a bunch of ghost tours, and aside from the one in New Orleans, all of the one in Gettysburg, all of the ones in Gettysburg have been really good. That's cool because they dress up and it's funny, uh-huh. you know. Like, yeah, so they like, really get into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so go on a ghost tour in Gettysburg and watch whatever show Daniel's talking about. This I've only been to Gettysburg itself. once. I've yeah. been there once, yeah. You live so close. I know. Well, um, did you see the Richard Neutra building before they tore it down? Uh, no. No. Okay. But I did see well, the restored cyclorama paintings and stuff, which were pretty badass. Oh, and that badass. stupid looking visitor center that looks like a barn. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. I mean, yeah, their collections the, are crazy. The cyclorama is so oh, so cool, so crazy. And the way they've like the interiors and everything they've done in the visitor center is wonderful. It's just yeah. those look like barns. It's so stupid. People are really crazy about Gettysburg. Like they wanted yeah. to tear down a bunch of mature elm trees because they weren't there during the battle, and you're oh, like, oh, sure. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Landscape yeah. preservation is the whole other thing. People need to re- relax Let's get into it. and understand that time has passed. Should we start our new hour-long segment about <laughs> cultural <laughs> landscapes? Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Why not right now? No, sorry. I don't have a no theme for that yet. Time. I'll drop something in later. Yeah, just use the seal thing. Just use <laughs> that and that'll work for everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 